Al-Bayan Radio presents the following program from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo. Presented by Shaykh Khalid Muhammad. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man walah. Rabbi shrah li sadri wa yassir li amri wa ahlul uqdatan min lisani, yafqahu qawli. Welcome, my beloved brothers and respected sisters, to another lesson of studying the biography, the life of the greatest man, to walk on the face of this earth, Muhammad ibn Abdullah ibn Abdul Muttalib ibn Hashim sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sallam seerah, lesson number seven insha'Allah ta'ala. We'll get straight into it today, uh, continuing from where we left off last lesson. Last lesson we left off describing or explaining, proving and showing how even the past nations knew of the coming of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and even the Christians, the Jews, Ahlul Kitab, and other than them knew of the coming of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Salama ibn al-Akwa radiyallahu ta'ala anhu, he says, كان لنا جار من يهود في بني عبد الأشهل قال فخرج علينا يوما من بيته قبل مبعث النبي sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. بيسير فوقف على مجلس عبد الأشهل. He says that we used to have a Jewish neighbor. He came out to us one day from his house, meaning this Jewish neighbor, before the sending or the coming or the appearance of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam by a little bit. He says, وَأَنَا يَوْمَ إِذِن This is Salama saying now, the companion radiallahu ta'ala anhu. He says, وَأَنَا يَوْمَ إِذِن أَحْدَثُ مَنْ فِيهِ سِنَّ عَلَيَّ بُرْدَةٌ مُطَّجِعًا فِيهَا بِفِنَاءِ أَهْلِ He says, I was the youngest that day. And just to... Uh, summarize inshallah I'll leave some of the, the parts out He says I was the youngest that was present On that day Now this Jewish individual That came out of his house This is a Jewish individual speaking now He comes out address, addressing the kafar He mentioned This is Salama the companion saying This Jewish individual Mentioned the resurrection the rising, the accountability, meaning the day of judgment. He mentioned the scales, the scale on the day of resurrection, the paradise and the hellfire. فَقَالَ ذَلِكَ لِقَوْمٍ أَهْلِ شِرْكٍ أَصْحَابِ أَوْثَانٍ لَا يَرَوْنَ أَنَّ بَعْثًا كَائِنٌ بَعْدَ الْمَوْتِ Who did he say this speech to? Everything he said and what he mentioned, even affirming, confirming their belief in the day of resurrection. And that which will happen, parts of it, and the Jannah, the paradise, and the Nar, the hellfire, he's talking to Kafar, and this is what Salama is telling us now. He says he said that to a people who were Mushrikun, polytheists, people of idols, meaning they used to worship idols, who didn't even believe in a resurrection after death. And this is what Allah Azza wa Jal tells us, my brother. قُلْ بَلَى وَرَبِّي لَتُبْعَثُنَّ ثُمَّ لَتُنَبَّأُنَّ بِمَا عَمِلْتُمْ Allah Azza wa Jal tells us that disbelievers, they allege, they allege that they will not be resurrected. They claim there is no day of resurrection and that we're all going to get resurrected. Allah Azza wa Jal tells the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, say yes, by my Lord you'll certainly be resurrected and then you'll be informed of what you did. And that is all easy for Allah. Then he says, فَقَالُوا لَهُ 
Salama is saying now, this kafar pretty much said to this Jewish individual, because don't forget, they don't believe in all of this. He's a Jew and he's telling them what's going to happen. So they said, Wayhak, ya fulan, woe to you, O so and so. Tara hadha kainan anna nasa yubathuna ba'da mawtihim ila darin fiha jannatun wa nar yujazawna fiha bi'a'malihim. Qala na'am, wal-ladhi yuhlafu bih. They said, woe to you. This is now the kafar speaking to the Jew. Woe to you, O so-and-so. Do you think this is all actually going to happen? And the people are going to get resurrected after their deaths to somewhere that has a paradise and that has a hellfire and that they'll be recompensed for their deeds? He said, yes, by the one who is sworn by, meaning by Allah. And then they said a few things until they said, قَالُوا لَهُ وَيْحَكَ وَمَا آيَةُ ذَلِكَ they said to him after some time of going back and forth, Woe to you. Where's your proof pretty much? What's the sign of what you're saying? Where's the proof? This is a Jew. He says, They said, Woe to you. What's the sign of that? Everything you're telling us. Where's the proof pretty much? He said, A prophet. A prophet who will be sent from around these countries. And he pointed with his hands or his fingers, يعني, to the area of Mecca and Al-Yemen. They said to him, and when do you think يعني, he's going to be coming out? When do you think this prophet is going to be appearing? Salama says when he was the youngest in, out of all of them. He says, so he looked at me. He looked at me. وَأَنَا أَحْدَثُهُمْ سِنَّةً And I'm the youngest of them in age. فَقَالَ إِنْ يَسْتَنْفِدْ هَذَا الْغُلَامُ عُمُرَهُ يُدْرِكْهُ The Jew said to these people that if this little boy, he reaches, pretty much fulfills his age and gets to that age of fulfillment before he dies, he will uh, reach that prophet. He will يعني, see that prophet. He will be alive when that prophet appears and comes out. They said, or he said, Salama, فَوَاللَّهِ مَا ذَهَبَ اللَّيْلُ وَالنَّهَارُ حَتَّى بَعَثَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَ رَسُولَهُ صلى الله عليه وسلم. That there wasn't even a night and a day that went by after this all happened until the, Allah Azza wa Jal sent his prophet, sent his messenger. وَهُوَ حَيٌّ بَيْنَ أَظْهُرِنَا And he was alive. He's there present between us. فَآمَنَّا بِهِ Look subhanallah at the, 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 the almost like the hatred, the animosity the grudge that these individuals had. We said last lesson, we spoke about some of the, the athar. Look at the, the, the emotions they had towards Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam because he was not from their lineage. He was from the Arabs. And they hated that. And they were dying in rage and jealousy and animosity and hatred. So here Salama is saying that he came out, he appeared, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We believed in him. But this Jew, he disbelieved in him, meaning the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Why? Out of that grudge, that hatred, and also out of jealousy. We said, woe to you, ya fulan. Aren't you the one that told us about him? Didn't you, you just told us about him. But look, subhanAllah, how brothers, we take a beautiful lesson from this. That look how, you know, these grudges that people hold, these emotions that people hold and bottle up and allow to overtake them. 
Look at how he blinds them to the truth, subhanAllah. Even if they see it and they know it as truth, they won't accept it sometimes because of all of this. That's why whenever it comes to finding the haqq, let go of the emotion. Let go of my parents taught me. Let go of my sheikh told me. The haqq is the haqq. So here, subhanAllah, we have one more. إِنَّ مِمَّا دَعَانَ إِلَى الْإِسْلَامِ مَعَ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَ وَهُدَاهُ لَنَا From that which called us to Islam, the companion, he says, obviously with the mercy of Allah and he's guiding us, he tells us, لَمَّا كَانَ نَسْمَعُ مِنْ رِجَالِ الْيَهُودِ We used to hear the men from the Jews and يعني, the righteous, the knowledgeable from the Jews. وَكُنَّ أَهْلَ شِرْكٍ and we were people who used to worship idols. We were people who used to be immersed and submerged in polytheism. They weren't even people of the book. يعني. So he says, And they were the Jews. They were people of the book. They had knowledge which we didn't have. وَكَانَتْ لَا تَزَالُ بَيْنَنَا وَبَيْنَهُمْ شُرُورٌ Look at subhanAllah the setting, يعني, the environment at that time. He says because uh, with Ahlul Kitab or between them, the kafar of Quraysh and the likes, and Ahlul Kitab, there was like wars, little wars and problems and things like this. So he says, فَإِذَا نِلْنَا مِنْهُمْ When we used to get the better of them, we used to pretty much put it over them. فَإِذَا نِلْنَا مِنْهُمْ بَعْضَ مَا يَقْرَهُونَ That which they hate. This is now who the kafar, the, poly, uh, the, the polytheists, and Ahlul Kitab, towards Ahlul Kitab, the Jews here. Qalu lana, they would say to us after we'd put it over him pretty much, إِنَّهُ قَدْ تَقَارَبَ زَمَانُ نَبِيٍّ يُبْعَثُ الْآنِ نَقْتُلُكُمْ مَعَهُ قَتْلَ عَادٍ وَإِرَمٍ They would say to the kafar of Quraysh that indeed a time has approached. It's coming close. This is the Jews saying to them. The time has come close of a prophet. Who will be sent And we will with him With that Prophet We're going to kill you The killing of Ad and Iram The companion يعني, When he was a disbeliever He's saying We used to hear that a lot From the Jews That the Prophet's going to come He's about to come He's about to appear يعني, We're going to believe in him Join him And then we're going to kill you The killing of Ad and Iram So he says We used to hear that a lot from them فَلَمَّا بَعَثَ اللَّهُ رَسُولَهُ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمْ أَحْبَبْنَاهُ وَأَجَبْنَاهُ صَرِحِينَ دَعَانَ إِلَى اللَّهِ When the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم emerged, he appeared, we answered him, we followed him. وَعَرَفْنَا مَا كَانُوا يَتَوَعَدُونَنَا بِهِ And we knew that which they used to threaten us with, that they're going to join him, and then they're going to kill us, the killing of Adin Iram. We went, we joined him, we followed him. فَآمَنَّا بِهِ وَكَفَرُوا بِهِ so we're the ones that believed in him, in Rasulullah Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and they disbelieved. فَبَادَرْنَاهُمْ يعني We beat them to it, we believed. And subhanAllah, once again, look how they disbelieved. Then he says, فَفِينَا وَفِيهِمْ نَزَلَتْ هَذِهِ الْآيَةِ مِنَ الْبَقَرَةِ That regarding us and regarding them, this verse which we're about to say, which he said the companion, in Surah Al-Baqarah came down regarding us and them. وَلَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ كِتَابٌ مِّنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ مُصَدِّقٌ لِمَا مَعَهُمْ وَكَانُوا مِنْ قَبْلُ يَسْتَفْتِحُونَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا فَلَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ مَا عَرَفُوا كَفَرُوا بِهِ فَلَعْنَةُ اللَّهِ عَلَى الْكَافِرِينَ And when they, Allah says, and when they came to them, meaning the Jews, a book, the Quran of course, from Allah confirming what is with them, 
They already had what the what? They had the Torah, they had the gospel and the likes. They knew there was gonna be a prophet. The Quran came, it's confirmed. He is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But Allah tells us, Yani, aforetime, they used to invoke Allah, these people of the book and the Jews. They used to supplicate to Allah, Yani, to hurry up and meaning to hurry and hasten in sending the Prophet so they can follow him. And then Allah Azza wa Jal says, aforetime, before Yani, they had invoked Allah for the coming of Muhammad in order to gain victory of over those who disbelieved. Then when they came to them that which they recognized, yani Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam appeared, they disbelieved in him. And it, so let the curse of Allah be upon the disbelievers. And now my brothers, inshallah, we enter into the, the actual seerah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sallam. The biography, my brothers, that when we're sitting here today, all of you, alhamdulillah, and when you make the effort to come and to learn about Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, don't forget that statement that many times we begin lessons with. And many times you hear that this is learning about the best man to ever walk on the face of the earth in history. This is our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You know, when you go to do Umrah, or when you go to do Hajj, right? You go past and obviously give salams to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when you're there. And it's just an unbelievable feeling. Our whole lives, every day is filled with قَالَ اللَّهِ قَالَ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمُ And then he's right there in front of you. And it's an amazing feeling. So when you learn about his seerah, when you learn about his biography, and what happened to him in his life, and before he was born, like what we did, and after he died, and the likes, wallahi, it increases your love for him. This is why the companions would sacrifice. They lived with him. They knew him. They believed in him. But then again, we repeat, and I repeat always, if you know nothing about him, you don't know the environment he was in, what he went through. SubhanAllah, last uh, week, I think it was, we had a lesson uh, about the importance of seeking knowledge. And there's a hadith which mentions the virtue of seeking knowledge. One of the companions... To get this hadith, or to give this hadith to someone who traveled the lands just to get there. From Al-Madinah to Damascus. Yani, he traveled the lands, my brothers, he sweat, he uh, uh, shed 100%, he, yani, blood was spilt in that trip. Money, wealth, effort, leaving behind what he left behind, just to get one hadith, one hadith. And today we have it on that golden uh, platter, subhanAllah. For when we come and learn about the life of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, look at everything they put forward and put forth and went through. Yani, it, when you think of it like that, you say, can I not just come to a lesson a week, a lesson a fortnight, a lesson a month, whatever it is, and learn about my religion. And it's come to us so easy. We didn't even have to sweat, wallahi, a drop, yani. To come and learn. But the way it was given to us, there was a lot of sweat, believe me. And a lot of blood. And a lot of wealth. And a lot of sacrifice. Physically. Uh, mentally. Emotionally. In every way and avenue. So subhanAllah, when you learn about the Prophet wasallam, you gain that love for him, my brothers, that wallahi, that is when. And that is how you understand how there was men like the Sahaba, 
who would put the Prophet ﷺ over themselves, their mothers, their fathers, their daughters, their sons, their whole families. They would give up anything and everything just to get a glimpse of him, just to listen to him, just to see him, just to defend and protect him. But then today you see some people that know nothing about him, but they will say they love him. And a lot of the times, unfortunately, this is none other than lip service because they know nothing or very, very little about him. So alhamdulillah, today inshallah we're going to begin learning the seerah of this great man, the greatest man to walk the earth. And the most beloved creation to Allah Azza wa Jal. And the man that inshallah on the day of resurrection, he will be the first that the ground and the earth will split open for. And he is the one that on the day of resurrection, when everyone... And even the prophets are saying, Nafsi, Nafsi, Nafsi. In Sahih al-Bukhari, three times, myself, 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 he is saying, Ya Rabbi Ummati, Ya Rabbi Ummati, Ya Rabbi Ummati. Oh my Lord, my nation. My nation, my nation. And he will go prostrate beneath the throne of Allah Azza wa Jal. And Allah Azza wa Jal will allow him to intercede. He is the one that when he goes to enter with his ummah into Jannah, the first nation, we inshallah, the first nation to enter Jannah, he is the one that the angel was commanded not to open the gates of paradise, except for him. Until he knocks and then they enter with him, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, Inni indallahi maktubun khatamun nabiyyin. And in one version, Indeed, I am written with Allah. And in one narration, I am written with Allah in the mother of the books. The preserved tablet as the seal of the prophets. Whilst Adam was still laying in the stage of mud and clay. And and in one version, version amri, and I'm going to inform you. I'm going to let you know of my matter, my situation. Remember last lesson we said Ibrahim alayhi salam, he made the dua. Oh, our Lord sent to them someone from them, the Arabs. And we know the verse which we mentioned. And Isa alayhi salam would give glad tidings about a prophet who will emerge. Who appear, his name is Ahmad. So here we can understand this hadith insha'Allah now. He says, I'm going to tell you about me, about my matter, my affair. I am Da'watu Ibrahim. Wa Bushra, and in one riwayah, wa Bisharatu Isa. I am the supplication. Meaning Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying, I am the accepted supplication of Ibrahim. When he supplicated that dua as we know in Surah Al-Baqarah. And I am the glad tidings of Isa alayhi salam. Isa gave his people glad tidings of a prophet that will emerge. I am that glad tidings. And I am ru'ya ummati allati ra'at hina wada'atni. And in one version, hina hamalat bi. And I am also the vision, the dream that my mother saw. The prophet's mother, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his mother Aminah. She saw a dream when she was uh, pregnant with him. 
What was that dream? وَقَدْ خَرَجَ لَهَا نُورٌ أَضَاءَتْ لَهَا مِنْهُ قُصُورُ الشَّامِ وَفِي رِوَايَ بُسْرَى وَبُسْرَى مِنْ أَرْضِ الشَّامِ And I am, I am the vision which my mother saw when she was pregnant. It was a light, a light illuminating, subhanallah, coming out of her, illuminating the palaces of Syria. And in one version, illuminating Busra, and Busra is in Syria. And this is an amazing narration, wallahi. And some of the scholars, they interpreted the light reaching and illuminating the palaces of Syria to mean the spreading of the message of the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, east and west. And Syria at that time had Romans, and they were Christians, and they attributed themselves to the book. And to Isa, but of course they changed and they distorted and they one, two, three. And it's as if subhanallah, the tidings of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the glad tidings, that his message will override every other message and would abrogate every other message if it needed abrogation. And he will destroy and his message will destroy those altered teachings which they changed and distorted and altered. Ibn Kathir rahimahullah ta'ala, he says, وَتَخْسِيسُ الشَّامِ بِظُهُورِ نُورِهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ And Asham, Syria, being specified, specified, بِظُهُورِ نُورِهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ Of the light going there, يعني, and illuminating there, the palaces of Syria, إِشَارَةٌ إِلَى اسْتِقْرَارِ دِينِهِ بِبِلَادِ الشَّامِ It is an indicative and an indication of the religion of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam establishing itself in uh, 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 Syria. And he said a few other things. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, a group of my ummah will continue to prevail and they will never be harmed by those who forsake them until the hour begins. لا تزال طائفة من أمتي ظاهرين على الحق لا يضرهم من خذلهم وَلَا مَنْ خَالَفَهُمْ حَتَّى يَأْتِيَ أَمْرُ اللَّهِ وَهُمْ كَذَلِكِ And Al-Bukhari rahimahullah, he collects that Mu'adh, he said, وَهُمْ بِالشَّامِ And they are in Syria. They are in Syria. And many of the ulama had words about this hadith. And some of them, like Al-Imam Ahmad rahimahullah, he says, إِنْ لَمْ يَكُونُوا أَهْلَ الْحَدِيثِ If they are not أَهْلُ الْحَدِيثِ فَلَا أَدْرِ مَنْهُمْ I don't know who they are. I don't know who they are. And there's a lot of speech about that. As some of the uh, 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 Salaf would say, هم أهل العلم. They are the people of knowledge. And there's a lot to say about that. But it's not, you know, we don't want to make it a lesson only about that. And Ibn Kathir also says, and this is actually so beautiful, subhanAllah. He says, وَرَأَتْ أُمِّي أَنَّهُ خَرَجَ مِنْهَا نُورٌ أَضَاءَ لَهَا قُصُورُ الشَّامِ He mentions that part of the hadith that we just said. The palaces of Syria illuminating. After the Prophet's mother saw in a dream, as he says, It was a dream. She saw that when she was pregnant with him. And then she narrated it to her people. And it became widespread. That news, that, that what she said, became widespread amongst them. And that was like an introduction. And Ibn Rajab likewise has beautiful words. He says, That this light coming out during the birth 
ishara'atun ila ma yaji'u bihi min an-nur alladhi ihtada bihi ahlu al-ard wa azala bihi dhulmata ash-shirk minha he says the light coming out during the birth is indicative of what will come from him of light which mankind the people on earth will be guided by and which the darkness of shirk will be eradicated destroyed through and then he says like what allah azza wa jal says qad ja'akum min allahi nur wa kitabun mubin yahdi bihi allah man ittaba'a ridwanahu subul as-salam wa yukhrijuhum min adh-dhulumati ila an-nur bi'idhnihi wa yahdihim ila siratin mustaqim and allah azza wa jal says falladhina amanu bihi wa 'azzaruhu wa nasaruhu wa ittaba'u an-nur alladhi unzila ma'ahu ulaika humul muflihun he says exactly like what allah azza wa jal says there has come to you from allah a light a light this light is the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and a plain and clear book yani the quran wherewith allah azza wa jal guides all of those who seek his way his pleasure to ways of peace and he brings them out of darkness by his will into light and he guides them to the straight path and allah azza wa jal he says so, so those who believe in him and honor him and support and help him and they follow the light which has been sent down with him it is they who are the successful and there is an addition to this hadith which we said about the mother uh, seeing that dream uh, and some of the ulama and a lot of them actually said this addition is weak but we'll mention it just for sake of knowledge he says wa kadhalika ummahatun nabiyyina yurayna and in one version وَكَذَلِكَ تَرَى أُمَّهَاتُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ And that is what the mothers of the prophets they see in this kind of dream. Now the Prophet ﷺ, my brothers, he was born in Mecca. He was born in Mecca. And he was born on a what day? Friday. Are you sure? Friday. On a Friday? He was born on a Friday, you're saying? But brother, you can have one. This, you're saying Friday, Tuesday, what's next? Wednesday, you're going to say? <laughs> have another go. You want to have one more? Your brothers are telling you the answer. Yeah, huh? Monday, inshallah. What, what do you guys think, brothers? Is there a difference of opinion? What do you guys think? Okay. A lot of people believe that he was born on a Monday. And that is because that is the truth. <laughs> of course, my brothers, as we know, alhamdulillah, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was born on a Monday. He clearly told us that, يعني, on the 12th of Dhul Hijjah. As for the day which he was born, there's a consensus on the matter. No one differed. None of the scholars said otherwise. As for the day that he was born, the scholars differed heavily about what day the Prophet ﷺ was born on. Not meaning the day, meaning Monday, the actual day, the date. What date he was born on. So some of the ulama, they said the 12th of Dhul Hijjah, and others said other things which inshallah we probably be discussing next week. But the point is that Ibn Kathir rahimahullah ta'ala, he says regarding that he was born on a Monday, on the 12th of Dhul Hijjah, in the year of the elephant. We already spoke about the, the, the situation regarding the elephant, correct? Inshallah the brothers remember that yani, what happened with Abraha and the elephant and one, two, three. The story uh, uh, in, in Surah Al-Fil of course. Ibn Kathir says, هذا هو المشهور عند الجمهور والله أعلم. He says, that is what is common, what we just said. The Monday, the 12th of Dhul Hijjah, and the year of the elephant. That is what is common uh, 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 amongst the ulama or amongst the majority, and Allah knows best. So, 
when the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was asked about fasting on Mondays, he says ذَلِكَ and in one version ذَاكَ يَوْمٌ وُلِدْتُ فِيهِ وَيَوْمٌ بُعِثْتُ أَوْ أُنْزِلَ عَلَيَّ فِيهِ that, that is a day, meaning Monday, that I was born in. And the day that I was sent, I was sent. And the day that it was revealed to me, or the day that it was revealed to me, in the wahi, the revelation. So here, subhanAllah, my brothers, Al-Imam Muslim, rahimahullah, I want to add this, I just want to mention this. He placed certain ahadith, which the scholars who placed the titles of these, uh, the chapter headings pretty much, they added the chapter heading for these narrations that Imam Muslim, rahimahullah ta'ala, he placed in his text, they said the chapter of fasting. Then underneath the chapter of fasting, he, they said the chapter of the recommendation of fasting three days of every month. The day of Arafah, the day of Ashura, and Monday and Thursday. And Monday and Thursday. So the hadith says what? The Prophet ﷺ was asked, pay attention, please, was asked about fasting on Mondays. He said, that is the day I was born on. <clears throat> and that is the day I was sent. Or the day that I was revealed to. The ulama after, when they came to Sahih Muslim, who collected these narrations, they placed the chapter heading for that. The chapter of fasting, and underneath it, the chapter of the recommendation of fasting. Three days of every month. And uh, the day of Arafah. The day of Ashura. And Monday and Thursday. Why am I saying that? Where in the world did we get from this narration? From this narration? The virtue or the preference. The recommendation of celebrating the birthday of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. How can someone from that understand that now we're going to go and start celebrating with this massive celebration, the birthday of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Why I said the chapter headings, the ulama in the past did not understand it like that. They did not understand from this narration that we're going to take this hadith and say, look, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam is telling us, celebrate his birthday. And I don't want to make it a lesson about <laughs> this topic. But it's very important we understand that all goodness is in following the way of the Salaf. And all evil is in following the way of the Khalaf and those who came after them. If what they did was not done at the time of the Prophet And then some people will come and they'll say, there's a principle in Usul al-Fiqh. It says just because they left it off doesn't mean it's uh, necessarily wrong. Brothers, what are you talking about? If it was good, why would the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam not inform us to do it? Why would he not advise us to do it? Why would after his death at least, the companions not do it? Their companions not do it. Their companions not do it. Why? That's why Ibn Kathir rahimahullah ta'ala in his tafsir has a beautiful phrase. He says, وَأَهْلُ السُّنَّةِ وَالْجَمَاعَةِ يَرَوْنَ كُلَّ فِعْلٍ أَوْ قَوْلٍ لَمْ يَثْبُتْ عَنِ السَّلَفِ بِدْعَهِ Or he says specifically as well, عَنْ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ وَأَصْحَابِهِ He says, and أَهْلُ السُّنَّةِ وَالْجَمَاعَةِ They view every action 
And look, look where he went, subhanAllah. He said, and even every saying that was not established and affirmed from the Prophet wasallam and the companions, they view that as an innovation. They view that as an innovation. Why? لأنهم لم يتركوا خصلة خصلة من خصال الخير إلا وقد بادروا إليها. Look how look what it, look look what it, how how he understood it. He says because they did not leave off any anything pretty much of goodness except they used to rush to it, except they used to rush to it. So when it comes to this topic about celebrating the birthday of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam or not, it's pretty clear. If the first three generations who the Prophet ﷺ praised heavily did not delve into it and indulge in it, why would we want to indulge in it? And then why would we claim that what we're doing is getting us closer to Allah Azza wa Jal? And in turn, that would mean that we're getting closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a way which the Prophet ﷺ nor his companions got closer to Allah by. So do we have something? That Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam never had wal-iyadu billah? Of course not. So what I know, what I know is Abu Dhar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he said there isn't a bird, listen my brothers to the companions, and the way they used to look at innovation. He said there is not a bird which flaps its wings, except Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Prophet, gave us knowledge about it. Except the Prophet ﷺ gave us knowledge about it. And I know that when the Jew came to the companion and said in a way of mockery, your Prophet taught you everything. He said, yes, hatta al-khira'ah. Yes, even how to defecate. Even how to go to the toilet, he taught us. So he will leave off something like that. That's so important. And today we're living in a day that if you don't celebrate the birthday of the Prophet ﷺ, it's made to look like what? You're disrespecting him. You're dishonoring him. Subhanallah. Allah, Allah musta'an, yani. Anyway, going back to the topic, inshaAllah. He says, Qais ibn Makhrama, he says, Wulittu ana wa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam amal fil. I and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was born in the year of the elephant. And Ibn Abdul Bar, he says, Wulida. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam That's why I hope يعني, everybody remembers the story of the elephant Wulida sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ba'da qudum al-fili bi shahr Waqila bi arba'ina yawma Waqila bi khamsina yawma The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Was born a month after The coming of the elephants And it was said 40 days And it was said 50 days And subhanallah what month did we say he was born in? According to this opinion, yeah, brothers? No, no, we said, we, didn't, we definitely didn't say that. <laughs> we said Rabi'ul Awwal, Rabi'ul Awwal. That's the month we said, the third month of the Islamic calendar. And what does Rabi' mean? From the meanings of Rabi' is a spring. That's why we have Faslul Rabi', the season of spring. And in the season of spring, what happens? You know, a lot of, for example, يعني, uh, even from the earth, for example, right? Let's just take the earth as an example. The springs, they gush. And that's why some of the ulama, they said it was called spring. The season of spring was called spring. Because of all this يعني, nurture and nature and all of these things. For some of the ulama, they said there's a comparison, subhanAllah, a relationship. How Allah Azza wa Jal willed for him to be born in Rabi'un al-Awwal. 
this month. He says, uh, some of the ulama, they said, that spring is the best of seasons and the fairest, just like the Prophet ﷺ is the best of prophets, and his sharia is the best as well. And they said a few other things which we'll leave inshallah. And on this day, the day that the Prophet ﷺ was born on, look what Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, she says, she says, كَانَ يَهُودِيٌّ قَدْ سَكَنَ مَكَّةٌ There was a Jew who used to live in Mecca. فَلَمَّا كَانَتِ اللَّيْلَةِ الَّتِي وُلِدَ فِيهَا النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ When it was the night that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم was born on, this Jew, قَالَ يَا مَعْشَرَ قُرَيْشِ هَلْ وُلِدَ فِيكُمُ اللَّيْلَةَ مَوْلُودِ He says, O people of Quraysh, has there been a baby born يعني, tonight, on this night that just passed? Was there a baby, someone born? They said, لَا نَعْلَمْ We don't know. He says, فَإِنَّهُ وُلِدَ فِي هَذِهِ اللَّيْلَةِ نَبِيُّ هَذِهِ الْأُمَّةِ بَيْنَ كَتِفَيْهِ عَلَامَةِ He tells them, indeed, on this night, the Prophet of this Ummah has been born. And between his shoulders is a sign, is a symbol, is a mark. So then they went, they went, and they asked. And it was said to them, there has been someone born, and it is the baby of Abdullah ibn Abdul Muttalib. So the Jew he went, فَذَهَبَ الْيَهُودِيُّ مَعَهُمْ إِلَىٰ أُمِّهِ فَأَخْرَجَتْهُ لَهُمْ The Jew he went with them to Aminah, the mother of the Prophet wasallam, and she brought the baby out. فَلَمَّا رَأَى الْيَهُودِيُّ الْعَلَامَةِ خَرَّ مَغْشِيًّا عَلَيْهِ When the Jew saw the mark of the Prophet wasallam, what we know as the seal of prophethood, he went, fell unconscious pretty much. وقال ذهبت النبوة من بني إسرائيل يا معشر قريش. He said, O people of Quraysh, the prophethood has left the children of Israel. Because obviously, as we know, the prophethood was in that lineage for, uh, for, for some time. For some time. So subhanallah, he says, O people of Quraysh, the prophethood has left. Uh, 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 prophethood has left the people of, or the children of Israel. And then he said a, a few other things, subhanAllah. And to move on, brother, so we don't take too long. How long have we been going for? Approximately? An hour? Allahu Akbar. <laughs> if an hour, then I need to get myself a watch or something. Definitely, yani a timer. Okay, inshallah, five, ten more minutes, brothers. I, I, don't, I, I really don't and didn't want to make these lessons too long. He said, anyway, sorry. I said, and during the birth of the Prophet ﷺ, brothers, amazing events happened. Amazing events. Some of which are authentic and some of which are not. From that which is authentic is like what we said with the light illuminating and the likes. From that which is also authentic, my brothers, as Hassan ibn Thabit, he says, Hassan, Allahu Akbar, the, 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 the pretty much poet of the Prophet ﷺ, he was like an unsheathed sword against the kafar when he would make poetry about them. And he would make other forms of poetry in uh, 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 pretty much praise of the Prophet ﷺ, and even of Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha in the story of the ifk, the great lion slander, which we're going to see inshallah. He says, Wallahi, inni laghulamun yafa'ah. Ibn Sab'in or Thamani Sinin. He says, By Allah, I was a young boy. Ghulamun yafa'a. Yani he still hadn't hit puberty, but he was a young boy, seven or eight years old. He says, A'qilu ma sami'tu. I understood everything though. Everything I heard, I understood it. It's sami'tu Yahudiya when I heard a Jew 
and he's pretty much on a high place. Okay? He's, he's, he's looking over and screaming. He's calling out the Jews. Oh Jews, oh Jews. When they got together, they said to him, Woe to you, what's the matter with you? He says, tonight, the star of Ahmad has come out. What is this star? Let us see, inshallah, firstly, Abu Nu'aym, he collects on Usama ibn Zayd, radiyallahu anhu, qal, qal Zayd ibn Amr ibn Nufayl, qal li habrun min ahbari sham, that a Jew said to him, from the Jews of a sham, their scholars and the likes, Indeed, a prophet has come out from your country, your area. Oh, or he's going to come out. How did he know? He said he, he, his star has come out. There's a, a special star that they knew that he had come out uh, through by. He says, go back. Believe in him and follow him. Believe in him and follow him. So subhanAllah, this star, some of the ulama, they said, it was a star in the sky. It had special characteristics where the Jews would know that when this star comes out, it means that the Prophet wasallam, the Prophet was born. Look at all of these signs, brothers. I don't want to take it back to last week. But look at all of these signs. This is what Allah says. They, they know him. They know him. The Prophet wasallam, Ahlul Kitab, and the Jews, they know him better than they know their own sons. They knew, look, he says to him, go back. Not I'm going to go with you. You go back. F- believe in him and follow him. Subhanallah, yani. Another sign, and uh, uh, just like I think two Athar, again, some of the ulama also weakened that narration. Uh, and then we can talk about this another lesson as well, because some of the ulama were a lot more lenient, mentioning narrations in the uh, topics of seerah, uh, and also for example Tariq, history And also tafsir and the likes Another sign and once again Some of the ulama weakened this too A lot of them Is that he was born with his head raised to the sky As was mentioned by his mother It's been attributed to her That he did not come out like a normal kid He came out with his hands towards the floor And his head towards the sky Wallahu alam. And there are other signs as well brothers And we'll end with this And inshallah pick up uh, with this uh, next week, uh, sorry, next fortnight. Uh, one of them is the Persian fire, and these are all, Wallahu A'lam, all of them are weak. All of them are weak. Some of them extremely, and some of them not that, that weak, but they, they, they're weak. And actually, some of the events we're going to see in the seerah later on, they actually disprove these, what, some of what we're mentioning. So, some of them, which have been mentioned just for you guys, or specifically those who maybe haven't heard seerah before as much. They can inshallah be aware. One of them is the Persian fire, which the fire worshippers used to worship. Mind you, it's been mentioned that this fire was burning for over or a thousand years or over. It's mentioned that this fire, when the Prophet ﷺ was born, that this fire extinguished. And they used to worship it. So obviously they used to take care of it and one, two, three. But wallahu a'lam, as we said, these are all weak and Allah knows best. Also, the throne ark or the ark throne of Kisra, the one who ruled Persia, it shook. Meaning the palace, my brothers, the, the halls, the quarters, the kingdom of Kisra shook completely. Wallahu a'lam. 
Also, it's mentioned that 14 of the royal balconies of Kisra also fell and collapsed. And that the throne of Iblis collapsed. You know, where, where, where did the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tell us that the throne of Iblis, look subhanallah, look at Iblis, yani, uh, 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 his arrogance. Allah azza wa jal expelled him from Jannah. Allah azza wa jal cursed him. He refused to prostrate to the one Allah wanted him to prostrate to. Why? Forget why. Allah told you to do it, you do it. He challenged Allah azza wa jal. So then when he went down, he tried to uh, compare Wal-Iyadu Billah himself to the king of kings Allah azza wa jal by placing a throne where brothers? Uh, above the water, exactly. Above the water, the sea, wallahu alam. Above the water as the hadith mentions. So it's mentioned that when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was born, the throne of Iblis collapsed. Wallahu alam. As we said, we're going to see inshallah events in the future that will render some of these uh, invalid pretty much. Also, it's mentioned that in the Kaaba, the idols fell. As we know, inshallah, when we get to the Meccan era and when the Prophet, or uh, when we get to inshallah, the stories regarding the Kaaba and the likes, we're going to see the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam at his time, there was many idols there, many, many. Anyway, and also there was a lake uh, which is in Iraq now, nowadays, it ran dry. It'll be mentioned, and the places of worship around it collapsed and the likes. And Allah Azza wa Jal knows best the authentic from the, the week. And inshallah ta'ala, next lesson, brothers, we'll continue from where we left off. And inshallah ta'ala, uh, uh, we'll continue obviously with the, the birth of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and other events which happened at his time. And the breastfeeding and nursing mothers of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And inshallah we'll see where we can end up. Wallahu ala wa a'lam. Wassalli lahumma wa sallim wa barik ala Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala wa jazakumullahu khaira. This program was presented by Albayan Radio, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah.